0: Hi listeners, welcome back to Motivate, the motivation and inspiration podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Darren Hardy talking about making better choices. Today's episode is really all about improving 1% daily. It's all about making those small choices day in and day out that really compound over time. And that's what I want the theme of this podcast to really be about. It's all about making those small choices day in and day out that really only show up at the macro level. Making good small choices every day is like planting seeds for your spirit. You don't notice any changes at first, but over time, you'll notice that you start to bear fruit. In today's episode, you'll really see how small choices over time really add up. Darren Hardy paints a perfect picture of how small things over time will lead to drastic results. And I think my biggest takeaway from making better choices is that it's never too early or too late to make better choices. No matter where you are in life, if you just focus on improving incrementally, you'll benefit greatly in the long run. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I truly hope you enjoyed today's episode.
1: So here's what it's all about. Between where you're at right now and your goal stands this operating system. And it doesn't matter what your goal is. It could be to build a fantastic business. It could be to buy a new car, send your children to university, um, retire your parents. It doesn't matter. But between you and the goal is this operating system. So what I want to do is to give you the lines of code that you need to rewire your own uh, operating system with that will enable you to get to the other side. So we all come into this world exactly the same. <laughs> Naked, scared, and ignorant. Now, some of us come in a little uglier than the rest. You saw my baby photo. But after this grand entrance, there's only one thing. If you, if you ask me to boil down the principles of success into one thing, what is the one control factor for every outcome of your life? What's the one thing that determines whether you end up living here, or whether you end up living here. If we all come in naked, scared, and ignorant, and then after that grand entrance, one thing would determine whether you end up driving this or whether you end up driving this. What's that one thing? The one thing that determines whether at the end of 50, 60 years, you end up broke, despondent, alone, bitter, and divorced, or whether you end up with a marriage of magic and great intimacy and connection. There's only one thing that determines whether you get to send your children to the greatest universities in the world, or no matter what they qualified for and earned their way into, they can't go because you can't afford it. Only one thing determines whether your parents at the end of their life run out of money, now they're desperate or whether you can hand them the keys, pay off their mortgage, and retire them comfortably. Only one thing determines whether you get to contribute to the charity of your choice to your greatest heart's extent, travel the world in great luxury. As Curly said, it's just the one thing. So what is it? If we're to boil down all the principles of success, all the outcomes in your life right now, what's the one thing? Choices. Right now, you sit there in that chair as the accumulated effect of all the choices you've made up till now. After your grand entrance of naked, scared and ignorant, you have made a series of choices and all those choices have added up right now to your waistline, right now to your wallet, right now to the intimacy or lack thereof of the relationships in your life. You are nothing but the accumulated, compounded effect of all the choices you've made since you were born to where you're at right now. So the first line of code, if we're gonna change the trajectory of your life, we're gonna send you in a stratosphere you didn't even imagine possible before. We have to go right down to below the atom level, to the nucleus, and that are your choices. So then you might ask, what choices? Because we're constantly faced with choices. Is it the big life choices? Where do I go to college? Who do I marry? What job do I take? What career track? That's what a lot of people think that their life is an outcome of all these sort of like big, you know, defining moment choices. Well, how many people here have ever been bitten by an elephant? Anybody? How many people have been bitten by a mosquito? See, nature provides clues, right? It's the little things in life that will bite you see why I'm not a comic, (laughs) stick to the success principles here. So I'm asked often, there are 7 billion people on the planet, we only get to choose 12 people to appear on the cover of Success Magazine. 12 out of 7 billion. So then the question becomes, what did these people do to create those extraordinary results? What did they do? Because if you could figure out what they did, you could do the same and you too could find yourself 12 of 7 billion people on the planet. So let me tell you, there are myths about what people believe that these people did to get on the cover of Success Magazine. Let me clear the myths out first. Success is not a result of heroic feats. These people did not do anything heroic by comparison to anybody else. They're also not a result of grand acts of bravery. Do not leap and learn to fly on the way down. (laughs) That doesn't work out very well. I'm not a believer of leap and the net will appear. No, no, no. It does not require grand acts of bravery to end up to become extraordinarily successful. Not quantum leaps. It's not something, you know, where uh, overnight success. You find anybody in the cover of Success Magazine, anybody with any extraordinary success, even though it appears like it was almost... Overnight, I'll show you why it appears that way here in just a second. It has nothing to do with any sort of great quantum leap. Success, however, is a result of small, seemingly insignificant, moment-to-moment choices. And I want to prove that to you in a variety of ways here. Variety of ways here. So let me present you with a, a, small choices like At lunch, do you order the hamburger and fries or do you order the salad? Doesn't look like a life altering choice. Small choices like at the end of a hard day's work, do you stop by the gym and put in a few crunches or do you rush home to to catch Dancing with the Stars or American Idol or watch other people living out their dreams? In the heat of a battle, do you decide to hold your ground, not give in, not say you're sorry, or do you choose to say you're sorry and make a moment of magic? Small little choices like in a networking event, there's somebody you wanna meet, but you're a little intimidated to do so, do you walk across and introduce yourself anyway, or do you hunker down and not do so? Small little choices like at the end of a day, do you put in a few more phone calls, or do you just call it a day? All these small little choices that accumulate out throughout the day. These small choices add up to big results. Those people you see on the cover of Success Magazine were just more disciplined and consistent with all those little tiny choices all along the way, and then it added up to gargantuan results. Let me prove it to you. If I gave you the option of a penny, a single penny that doubles every day for 31 days, or a million dollars in cash right now how many people would pick the million dollars in cash? Okay, tough crowd. Alright. <laughs> Let me sweeten the deal. Penny? Doubles for 31? Or $2 million in cash? How many people take $2 million now? Alright? There's gonna come a time when this math's gonna work against you here, so figure when that is. Alright, $3 million in cash. Or the penny. How many people pick the three million dollars in cash? Okay, a few more converts. Let's say, since we're talking about small choices, which was a clue, you picked a penny, and your buddy picked the $3 million in cash. Let's see how this works out mathematically. So you have the penny, at the end of five days, your penny's worth 16 cents, and your buddy's got $3 million parting like a rock star. You're not feeling very good about your choice thus far. Now we go to day 10, and your penny has added up to something less than a Happy Meal at McDonald's, and they're champagne and caviar jetting around the world with their $3 million in cash. Day 20, your pennies turned into $5,242. They got $3 million in cash, laughing all the way to the bank. However, on day 31, your single penny doubling every day is turned into $10,737,000. Now, a couple of keys here. The math between day one and day two is exactly the same math between day 30 and day 31. It is the same increment of choice improvement. This is the reason why Einstein called compound interest the eighth wonder of the world, because all of a sudden it looks like these gargantuan results come from seemingly out of nowhere, but it is just the accumulated compound effect of math, or in success principles uh, language, consistency of discipline compounding and making its results visible. Let me make this more practical for you. Let's take three friends, and they're all starting out about the same. They all graduated from the same four-year university. They all moved out to the suburbs. They've been married for five years. They put on five years of that husband marriage flab that, you know, a lot of guys do. They both have 2.2 children, white picket fence, the whole thing. They got a job making $50,000 a year. All starting out the same. Now, let's say that uh, Scott here picks up a copy of Success Magazine. He's like, hey, some of these things are pretty cool. I think I might just try out some of these things. So here's what Scott does to start making some small little choice changes. He reads 10 pages of a good book a day. So instead of getting up in the morning and reading the newspaper and finding out about all the crime and criminals and disasters and scandal and gossip, he decides to pick up a good book and something inspirational, something instructional, and he just reads 10 pages in the morning. On the way to the office, instead of putting on the drive time yak radio, reaffirming all the disasters, murders, and scandals, he puts on an instructional CD. Something inspirational, something instructional, something to just sort of nourish and feed his mind. And he decides to cut out 125 calories a day. That's half a candy bar, small bowl of cereal. Okay, no big crash diet going on here. He drinks two bottles of water a day. He takes 2,000 steps a day, which means he just parks at the back of the parking lot. No big deal. He makes a few more phone calls before calling it a day, and he makes his weekly date night a priority. Okay, that's all. Now, how many people here, truly, if this is all you had to do to become significantly successful, how many people think they could do Scott's plan? Okay, right? You could do Scott's plan, Scott? Good. (laughs) I see Scott there in the audience. Good. It's, it's, It's a clue, yeah. Alright, now Larry, Larry's just going to keep doing what Larry's always done and expecting different results, right? Status is, quo. That is cool. Now Brad, Brad's just going to start slipping like we all have done, like we see happening all around us. Start making some poor, slightly not great choices. Here's what Brad's going to do. He's going to munch on a little junk food around the office. You know those chocolate-covered pretzels at the end of the secretary's desk, right? Half a handful of the chocolate-covered uh, peanuts, you know, no big deal. He's gonna miss a couple of workouts a week. He's gonna drink more Diet Coke than water, God forbid. He's gonna move around a little less. He's gonna skip a prospecting call or two. And he's gonna give the cold shoulder to the spouse a couple of times throughout the week. Again, we're not gonna call Jerry Springer to film the inside of his household. No big deal stuff. But let's just see how this works out. Five months down the road, Scott's reading every morning, listening to instructional CD. The results are exactly the same. No difference whatsoever. 10 months down the road, exactly the same. Now Scott's getting a little perturbed. He's like, he sees his buddy sloughing off, having a great time munching on food, not going to the gym, what have you, not having to do this damn weekly date night. And the results are exactly the same. So Scott's feeling a little frustrated, but he decides to kind of keep it going. 20 months down the road, slight, ever so slight. You know, Brad's just sort of feeling it in the belt a little bit, right? little apathy sort of set in at home and there's a little tension at the office but again no big deal changes between the three of them. At 27 months alone though however, the differences are dramatic. Let me show it to you statistically. So Scott, 27 months later, has read 47 books on success and achievement just reading 10 pages five days a week. He's listened to 465 hours of instructional and inspirational audio over 27 months. Is that going to have some sort of impact in his life? This 125 calories that he saved out of, his, out of his diet, he's lost 33 and a half pounds. When I interviewed Dr. Oz, he said, we can end obesity in America today if everybody just cut 125 calories out of their diet. That's it, doesn't require a crash diet. Doesn't require nutritional science and all the rest of this. 125 calories. He's drank 3,700 gallons of water. He's walked 900 miles. 124 date nights with the wife. Now I had photos for that, (laughs) but I just decided to go with X's and O's. This couple extra calls, he made 1,860 extra calls he wouldn't have made at a 3% close ratio, which means he's learned nothing from the 465 audios and the 47 books. He's added, $279,000 on top of his $50,000 a year income. Slight little positive choices along the way. Now Larry, Larry's been treading water, falling a little further behind, becoming disenchanted, bored, apathetic, passionless, disengaged. This is where most of our society is living right now. They're not falling off a cliff. They're not setting the world on fire. They're just doing what they've always done and falling a little bit further behind and getting more pissed off about it. That's all. And then we've got Brad. These slight little poor choices along the way. His 125 calories extra a day means he's added 33 and a half pounds. Those couple of workouts that he missed, the the Diet Coke instead of the water, more weight gain. Now he's in danger of cardiac arrest. Missed a few meetings, missed a few uh, phone calls. Now he's in business and financial emergency. This inattention and cold shoulder to the spouse, either apathy has set up or he's on the brink of divorce. Small, poor choices compounded over time is how people get to these crisis outcomes.